Today on Good Stuff, we're serving up chocolate birthday cake Oreos for the birthday boy. Hello, welcome, happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, everybody. It is your birthday. It is our birthday. It is, at, at the time of the, this recording, it's genuinely close to my birthday, but it is not my birthday. My birthday is this year, and it's coming up. And it, oh, But by the time this comes out, it's been, it's already happened, and it has been something, I assume, incredibly fun. Or super nice and quiet, but honestly lovely in any form and shape. Uh, because I'll be around people who love me, and probably a cake will be involved. So what else could you want? It's just the best people in the world, plus a cake. Um, so happy birthday, everybody, to you and your loved ones and everyone. Nick, what are we tasting today? <laughs> uh, funny you're talking about all that birthday stuff. Uh, this time it is chocolate birthday cake Oreos. Birthday cake Oreos. Chocolate birthday cake Oreos? Yeah, I say that. I say it specifically because they in the past have also had a birthday cake Oreo with a golden wafer in the past. Oh, that sounds bad. I don't like that. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, we have. I, I haven't seen it. And so for your birthday, we got you the good ones. I do have to. That's true. I do, <laughs> I do have to say this happened recently. Uh, a, 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 a friend of ours and I hope a listener um we posted that the golden double stuff oreos was coming out and they oh. tweeted one of my faves and i, I know i saw I, that and nick immediately went a king among oreos oh it, that was in response to a related tweet well either way if they listen to that episode they'll be disappointed because we roasted that cookie i'm pr- I, i'm pretty sure we gave it a c or a d um, I think it was yeah, a, maybe I, a C. I, I think it was a C, and I um, and I feel like that's and, a harsh and I definitely grade. Had some, that's a harsh and grade. I, and I did some mixed messaging on the social media as well. You did because I definitely had a whole bunch of oh yeah, we're definitely ready to review this Oreo. Formally prepared. Nick is formally we, prepared an apology for anyone who stuck around. Um, yeah, to 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 all of you, um. We're, we're we're deeply sorry, and we will try to align our case <laughs> no, a little bit more comedically negative in the future. <laughs> um, man, yeah, I saw that, and like my my heart kind of crumbled because. And like, then you immediately like, were like, "Yeah, we love this cookie," and I was like, "Nick, no, <laughs> no," because because I saw the other tweet that was like, uh, um, it was referring to the picture being like a throne for the cookie or yeah. whatever, and I'm like, I'm like, bow to your snack king. Oh God. Because it he got like C's. <laughs> um, but yeah, that birthday cake Oreos. I hope we don't disappoint with this one because, well, I mean, I feel like birthday cake. Remember when everything was like birthday cake? There was like birthday cake everything. There was birthday cake ice cream because Cold Stone was like new and big deal, and now it's like who cares? Look, look, don't don't talk bad about Cold Stone. It's I love, good. I love Cold Stone. It's yeah, good. okay. I'm not yeah, shitting say, on I, it. I would go there like once a week in college because there was one like across really? Kenmore Square from where I was. Yeah, I would. 
even in the winter, I would go. I love that stupid place. Really? Yeah. I don't. I haven't even seen. I'm. A, I assume they're still open. Yeah. Technically, you know, I just haven't. I. They still I don't exist. live near them. I live like in the woods now, so like I don't get to see <laughs> yeah, them that that's often. Fair. <laughs> um. I. I mean, they still. They are still around. I definitely haven't seen one in a while. Um. Right. Uh. But oh, I go back now. They're still there, and like I, I, I remember liking Cold Stone. It was like pretty cool, and like you, you get these like really ridiculous things, and but they'd mix all sorts of shit in it, and they like chop it up, which was always cool to watch. But like, I feel like when Cold Stone got popular, birthday cake ice cream, and then birthday cake everything got popular. Hey, you know, you gotta, you know, it became like a trend the forming. New you gotta ride. Dough. You gotta ride that wave. You do. You gotta ride yeah. that wave. But it Wave was a birthday cake ice cream. A birthday cake ice cream. I are, do you like birthday cake ice cream or birthday cake flavored things that are like. I feel so I feel like it's one of those things and you would have no, like we would have experienced a lot of it during that time period, but. You can do it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely fuck it up. I feel I, like, like when it hits, it hits, right? Yeah, I, I feel like. Uh, especially between the two of us, I definitely probably have more of a sweet tooth and birthday cake things tend to be a little bit more sugary. They're and, always, you know, like the real bad uh, ones are like way too sugary. Yeah. So, so I mean like, all vanilla. I, yeah, I, I, li- I like all that like extra sugar, but like there is a, there is a limit even for me where I feel like they're, they're just dumping sugar into this because they can. Right. It, it just, it makes it not a balanced, like it's no longer balanced. Right. It, it's just sort of, uh, like, sweet it's just sort of sweet and like overpowers everything nothing really blends together right it's not balanced and so and that's like what makes something can be really sweet and if it's still really balanced it's like hell yeah this is great it's just like it that's when like people are like oh it's so indulgent you know um because <laughs> you're like it's so you know it's so sweet but it's so good and it's because <laughs> they actually put more than just sugar in it right um I'm thinking of those dark chocolate fudge covered Oreos oh, right now. So, those are so <laughs> indulgent. Uh. But like, that's all sugar, right? Like, that's probably the oh, yeah, sugariest absolutely. of them all. Um, it's just, you know, developing, having been in like R&D type sit- settings for food industry. Uh, it's very funny. Um, I've been in it two different ways, which is one as an ingredient manufacturer and two as like a not an ingredient manufacturer. We do all our own shit. Um, so the, everything else. And like in, as the ingredient manufacturer, sometimes it was just sort of like we need this. Like it was sort of like we need a caramel that works in a candy bar. And it's like, OK. And we just were like take a recipe and like tweak it a little bit. And be like, here you go. And that was it. Um. But sometimes they would give us a recipe and they're like, you have to match this. And then we'd match it. And they're like, this is perfect. And we'd taste it. And we'd be like, this sucks. But we oh. matched it. Like, that's not our job. Like, we weren't developing it. We were just trying to get it to be manufacturable in our facility. Yeah. So that's got to be tough. And I, I've never really thought about that. Like, if someone comes to, you know, like a bunch of food scientists and or whatever the the role title would be, be like, Hey, we need you to make something that meets mm-hmm. these specifications. You give it to them and they're like, this is perfect. Yeah. But you know, because, you know, where you're you know, a bit more maybe educated or at least more aware of like 
flavor combinations, everything like this is like objectively terrible. But hey, if they like it, they're paying the bills. Right. And and sometimes sometimes what it comes down to is price point. Like they know okay. that this isn't going to be the highest quality shit. Um, so so like Hershey's white chocolate. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> and, but also. Like also there's like a quality aspect to it, right? So sure. the example when when I when I say like quality, I'm not referring to how good it is. I'm referring to how consistent it is. Because Sunny D uh, okay. is garbage, right? Sunny D sucks. I hate Sunny D. Nobody I don't know who likes Sunny D. But the people I enjoyed who, it as a kid. But the people who like Sunny D like Sunny D exactly what Sunny D is every single time. So if they have bad right. quality control, right. they don't in like they get an extra good batch of Sunny D one time, they actually hate it because it's not what they want. They want what they okay. know. So what's really funny now that you're like I can I actually have like a flavor memory of Sunny D, be, you know, just, it's, just I don't know. it's just like orange no. syrup. Like I I I loved orange juice growing up. Uh and I would we never bought Sunny D for the house, but sometimes I would have it like at a friend's place mm-hmm. or whatever. And in in like my memory of the flavor I'm not sure I would call it orange juice. It really was like I don't orange know, paste. Like, I don't know. Like, what, it was I don't really so know what gross. it was. Um, but I, like I liked it because I think just like as a kid you like crave that sugar or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of when a food scientist talks about quality. That's usually what they're like referring to. Oh, I see. Um, okay, which is just sort of, I guess, industry lingo, but not really. Sure. Uh, it's like a yeah, like, so it's kind of like consistency, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what like quality control is essentially. But like, sure, these people would just come to you and be like, "Here." Sometimes they wouldn't even give you the ingredient, or like they wouldn't give you the if you're matching it, they wouldn't give you the ingredient list, right? Um, sure. They would just be like, "You have to match this," and we can't tell you what's in it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, and there's a lot <laughs> of legal reasons to that. That's why. Sure. But um, the it was annoying. Um, and then there was also the ones that were like, we need a really, we need this. This is our price point. Can you manufacture this? Um, and the, we would, and it was great. So cool. It was cool. That's sort of some food science for you. That's the food science portion of this podcast, but it's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's your birthday episode. And you can cry if oh, you want to I'm gonna talk about all sorts of stuff today. Stuff I care about. I think. So one thing I do want to talk about, which I found out about today, but I guess happened a month ago or at least was announced a month ago. And I guess okay. when this comes out, it'll have been two months ago. Um, <laughs> confusing. It's almost like you're ha- you have a it's almost like you have a rotating birthday, too. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> this happened, uh, I guess, a few months ago. Uh, one of the few podcasts I listen to, um, cause I don't have time <laughs> anymore sure. uh, cause I'm making podcasts and, uh, just doing stuff. Um, and what also like my, the nature of my work doesn't really allow me to like kind of That's true. listen to a podcast and write a report. Cause have you ever done that? Yeah, I, I, I want I wanted to be I was starting to be all rude about it, but then I realized like, yeah, I've been reading like a lot of documents these days. I can't, can't listen like, to words and also process words because yeah. you're like using your language center twice. It's like really difficult. It's really impossible. And that's sort of like it. Right. And so. Yeah. Um, f- 
for me, anyways, uh, one of the podcasts I do try and seek out is uh, called Off Book, which is off with uh, Zach and Jess. Uh, It's an improvised musical podcast. It's phenomenal. If you like musical improv, it's so good. And they have all these like, they have a lot of in jokes and stuff, but it never feels like you have to like know the in jokes or anything because it's just, it's just like good musical improv. It's like impressive as well as fun and funny. And it's like, if you're a musical theater nerd, it's great. But yeah, I I used to listen to it a lot. Um, of a while back i I've, I've since stopped i should really get thanks for a reminder i should get back it's into so that. good and it's still good yeah uh what it really kicked off really strong with like paul f Tompkins was like, i think their first guest and yeah like, the very first song they improvised was like you gotta crush a kid's dreams and like, <laughs> it was really funny um the other one i remember yeah. was like they had a of like a romantic song about a horse that was like uh that was like going on a rampage and then they like <laughs> they like tranquil- tranquilized it and the horse then like loved it and tried to eat all but it was like the funniest most absurd thing i ever heard and it was so funny uh, and i think there's one about like a, a bear that was pretending to not be, or this disguised as a person and was saying a lot of bear things yeah, yeah, but yeah. not <sighs> but yeah oh man i should go back and listen it to was that good again. and those are like some of the earlier ones there's even there's a bunch i like got out of the habit of it too but um, what I found out is that Off Book is leaving their uh, label, Earwolf, which, oh. which is apparently, apparently, uh, is a like Stitcher and or serious radio XM radio bought Stitcher out, which is underneath oh, really? Earwolf, I think. So people are saying it's either because of that, but also what's his face from Comedy Bang Bang was like not the best businessman like i guess they have uh you know or at least not the best boss that's some speculation but like they he never paid um their musical director who like was improvising along with them which i think is insane right like oh no that's crazy you have to pay those yeah and if if a corporation comes in and starts doing that they're never gonna move so it's just yeah I guess Earwolf is leaving, leaving, leaving the Earwolf is like losing a lot of podcasts. So there's been a lot of like movement in the podcast world over the past few months, I think, because I think um, I think uh, what is it? Spotify gobbled up a few people recently. Like maybe they got Gimlet. I don't remember. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I think they did. And because I think Reply All is on there now. Reply All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reply yeah. All is. And so it just I yeah yeah a quick shout out I think reply all next next to ours is probably my favorite podcast at the moment. Really? I I I love them. Yeah. I haven't listened uh, to them a ton. Um I would say like the required listening would probably be the the two part the two part episode or it's two is a two episode series where they actually go to India and track down Indian uh window scammers. Really? Yeah, That's it's so a cool. Uh th- that I I had liked them at at that point, but um, that that like totally sold me on it. Like I was I was into it. Uh, they're great. I I like uh, the other the other podcast I actively seek out since we're talking. Since we're giving, 
I'm going to give all of my friends' podcast shouts out, shout outs. Uh, protest too much with Steph Cragnola, who would love to come on the show, but is like allergic to everything. So she's not going to eat Oreos with us. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, uh, Behind the Pokedexpert, uh, which is like a really weird, absurdist Pokemon based NPR show. Uh, Anthony and Mike are on that. <laughs> my other podcast, Adventure Incorporated, um, which is finishing its season soon. Uh, you should check all those out. But like, the pros who are getting more like who can like sustain themselves on podcast like the one that of it's like off book is one i listen to all the time um mm. and the other one is behind the bastards is a really good if you like history stuff um it's it's i, I don't great. know that one yeah it, i really like the host um it's on iheart radio so like whatever um, just real corporate who cares but um, it, it's uh, behind the bastards with like Robert Evans um, I think is his name and he delves into the history of the worst people in the world um, including like sometimes <laughs> I guess he took like he took a break from the the chaos and he read Ben Shapiro's book <laughs> oh my god which is awful but um he he has talked about like <laughs> suffering for your art. He he talked about a lot of things like it's a lot of far right stuff because it is, you know, uh, the worst people in history are often fascists. Um, and uh, <laughs> but he talked about uh, one of the ones I really liked was the little Nazis in Germany, um, which is sort of the idea of like the common man, like the little Germans. So the little Nazis were like the people who are like, I don't agree with everything they're saying. So he went into like, how could this happen with like normal people letting it happen kind of stuff. And it was yeah. fascinating. He talked about um, yeah, the worst birth control device ever invented, which was horrifying. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my God. Um, it is unbelievable. It, there's a lot of things that like, how did it get this far? Um, and they're all really, really interesting. Really, really, really fascinating. He keeps talking about doing the Nazi mysticism uh, thing because the Nazis like stole a bunch of weird shit. And then we're like, they were like, I don't know. It was insane. Um, <laughs> but there is it's really if you're a history if you're a history fan like you will really like it oh yeah they talked about the satanic panic that was a good one. Oh yeah Ugh. i i feel yeah well i feel like history is a good good thing in general for people to uh stay at least at least moderate moder moderately aware of because <laughs> it it repeats itself doesn't it yeah it's it really does and i i think it's really if you like his history stuff it's really really good um in general and they have a running gag that they're sponsored by um various weapon companies so it's just <laughs> it's just really worth it um anyways yeah that's i the that's the podcast news i wanted to talk about i guess it was just that airwolf is bleeding people right now yeah i i can't wait to start uh tier listing some podcasts with you oh my god when we run out of cookies I mean, there's there's so many there's too many podcasts like in there, ours there, included. There's a lot of good ones. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, I know, I know. It, it's yeah, because because you know you're you're going through through your, you know your list. I'm thinking to myself like I got a short list that I go through too. Like we just do like a shout out episode and just like get every yeah, just 
tag all these podcast people to I, say, I think hey, we should. you should listen to our podcast. Do you remember when like there was like Follow Friday on like Twitter? Yeah. Like that's what we should do. We should just have a podcast episode where we just list podcasts. Oh, or maybe like a, a little in between one where uh like <gasps> an on, advertisement. On an off, on, yeah. On an off day, just like just a quick five minute episode pops up. Hey, I really love this podcast. Yeah. Oh, also, I mean, speaking of other podcast drama, let's talk about more podcast drama. Oh, man, I want that drama. I have yet to listen to another episode of them because I just haven't. I, they, I go through waves with uh, sure. them, but my brother, my brother and me. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Boys, the McElroys, who I think hilarious, I know you're talk about. Also, fun, fun fact, uh, Anthony from uh, uh, Ask the Pokedexpert and Adventure yep. Inc., uh, when we were at Dragon Con, said straight uh, to Travis McElroy's face, you don't own adventure. When, <laughs> when Anthony said uh, from the Adventuring podcast, and he like looked at him being like, wait a second. He just bold face stared him in the face and said, you don't own adventure. And then like continued <laughs> to do a panel with him being like the least famous person on the panel, which was why that person, oh, why, wow. why Anthony is like a legend. Uh, for many reasons, he's a legend, <laughs> but that's definitely one of them. Um, but my brother, my brother, and me is getting a new theme. They're getting a new theme song. Yeah, yeah. Of Bean Dad. Bean Dad. It's now probably been several weeks, and we've all forgotten about Bean Dad because there was an insurrection at the Capitol. And we must never forget Bean Dad. Uh, however, Bean Dad, what a dick! What? Just, well, so what an asshole! Like. So when I first heard the story, like I came into it a little late and I just heard someone saying like, okay, so they're mad at this guy because um, he he made his daughter open a can herself. I'm like, she's nine. I'm like, all right. Wh- I'm like, like probably, you know, there's internet being the internet. But the more I read about the story, the more horrible it was. The Like the series of tweets he wrote are bananas. Like they're just sort of like so smug about a child. It- I well so because I mean like the thing that bothered me the most is like after six hours of torturing a nine a nine year old right. who you know like look kids are smart they can figure things out but I mean they don't have the same level of experience as an adult does so it's going to be harder to solve certain problems than others. And it's also not yeah. like he ever taught her before being like and then right. being like you know how to do this I know you know how right. to do this and I like how many people were. You know, saying like, well, how you like we're, we're like quizzing their loved ones. Like, how would you how would you do this? And they'd be like, well, I'd open one and then have them try to do it. You know, show them first. Yeah. And then and then help them through it themselves. Also a fucking can of beans. Like, give them actual food beyond. Well, don't well, fucking so, so Rorschach that, them. Like, for- so that's the thing, because uh, I think there was a comment that he doesn't even like beans that much. So what the so, I mean, fuck like, is this what? problem? Like. <laughs> Why are you inventing this to be like what? Uh, you know, there are people who just like make stakes in the ground, right? Like this is this is the hill I'm going to die on kind of thing. The, the, the whole hill of beans, the whole hill of beans, Heinz beans. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Adventuring and Heinz beans. Uh, get your 20 beans rolling. Toot toot, it's Heinz Beans. <laughs> Anyways, they were gonna like the hill he was gonna die on to to prove his child that she's stupid, I guess, is that you know how to open you can figure out how to open a can of beans. And she's like crying. The minute a kid starts crying, you go, Let's take a deep breath. 
Let's get everyone. Let's, you know, let's calm our bodies. And then we're going to fucking open a can of beans together. Well, yeah. But also, well, you I, hate beans. Yeah. And, and I think the I think it was framed such that, well, uh, from his perspective that, you know, he's teaching like perseverance and self-reliance, I think. And there's a quite clever tweet that had said something along the lines of just wait till she's an adult and is responsible for feeding you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know, it, it, like we said before, history repeats itself. Yeah. And. Ugh, fuck Bean Dad. I mean, we all forgot about Bean Dad, but I'm thinking about Bean Dad. I'm thinking about those beans. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Um, do, do you know? <laughs> um, since since we were talking about my brother, my brother and mm-hmm. me, that um, I've seen them live two or three times because like friends would get tickets and we'd go and you know, it, 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 I find their shows enjoyable. Sure. Um, but I have had multiple dreams of being on stage with them uh where where Travis can't make it and why and I, what a weird and, and I get and I get called up to take Travis's place and Griffin has none of it every single time like I, I say jokes that I think that they would like and that I think were objectively Aww. good and on brand and like Griffin has none that of it is, and, I'm like, and it's like it's like the most heartbreaking thing that is the saddest dream ever <laughs> like yeah, it's happened twice for oh me. Oh my god! I mean, they they seem like genuinely nice dudes. Uh, I think that yeah, I I I honestly think so, and and at least I think they're trying for sure. So yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're getting a new theme song. I'm glad they did because obviously this guy's. And then obviously because Bean Dad was being an asshole, someone was like, "I'm gonna look at his post history," and it's like. Uh, very gross oh, yeah. and bad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of like what anti-Semitic stuff in there. Speaking or whatever, of maybe. behind the bastards, Bean Dad, <laughs> their expose uh, was just insane. Um, yeah, I, it's and that's just like it's. I kind of don't have sympathy for when that happens to people, right? Like. If yeah. you're like a dick and then people like look at your post history and then they're like, he's always been a dick. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. I, I mean, it becomes a whole separate conversation in and of itself, like the whole like, you know, art versus artist or whatever. But also, um, I do think that I, 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 I should say, let me correct myself. I should say I rarely have sympathy for people like that. I do think that sure. people can grow and people have posted stupid shit online. And oh, then yeah. I mean, I think we all have at some right? point. And like at some at, at some point, I've probably said, I mean, I've, I know I've said homophobic, sexist, racist shit as a kid. We like the important thing is that we learn. We hopefully and we grow. Yeah, hopefully. And, and I think and that it is genuinely can be abused, right? Like. There have been didn't that happen with some director for that happened to some director where he posted something and he was like kind of like given a lot of shit for it. And then the studio stood with him because it was like very clearly taken out of context as well as used to like to kind of I I can't remember. Was it was it was it it Tim Gunn? Tim Gunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was something that like was very obviously like they're just using like an old tweet that's shitty to like ruin his career yeah. as opposed to like 99.9% of his tweets being like fine and good and positive. 
Um, yeah. As opposed to like, it, there's a difference between like having a history of it and learning and then having a history of it and then not learning. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, and if you are someone who has a history and, you know, th- there will be a point when someone calls you out for it. Like, yeah, there's a certain art. Uh, there's a certain art of being great of handling it gracefully. Yeah. And I think I, I think I've seen a few examples of it like i think uh another another vaguely podcast podcast but not a podcast that i like <laughs> um game grumps which is like you youtube oh, let's yeah. players uh aaron hansen has been was like recorded on one of his episodes like saying the n-word and like people would, oh. like call him out for it all the time and sure the black lives george floyd protests happen he like released a big statement being like this is a little too little too late for me but this was something that i'm embarrassed about and feel bad about and that's not good enough. <laughs> like I, he, he, sure. he released a very smart and like a smart thing that's like full of grace and thought and being like, I've grown as a person and that does not forgive the pain I've caused before. Right. And I thought it was it was good. I, th- I think there's like examples of people like handling it well. And that was one of them. Um, yeah. Considering he's I, like such a big He's like pretty big into diversity and also like trans rights and stuff like he seems to like actively promote because a lot of his fan base is like sort of skewed that way. And he tries to like foster that identity uh, or foster that like openness to that community, I guess. I don't know if those are the words I mean, but Uh, no, I know what you're trying to say, though. And like that and and that's good. Like there's some people and like, you know, the game grumps or some of them uh, might like the McElroy brothers, you know, people like that, like have a special place in my heart that I know that it would, that it would hurt me so much to know that secretly they're awful people. Yeah. And I think like, you know, having now, <laughs> having like now experienced it happen so many times where it's like, Oh, actually this person blows. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of am just like ready for it. Most of the time. Um, I would say, Except with like certain exceptions, um, I would probably be pretty heartbroken. Um, sure, but like fucking goddamn J.K. Rowling, fuck her, literally, oh literally <laughs> just queer baiting too, like all the time, just sort of like actually Dumbledore was always gay. It's like no, you're just queer baiting right now, and it's she, I I she can't she can't open her mouth without ruining things further. I know, and I. Yeah, there's like the whole idea of like death of the author, right? Where it's like, yeah, um, because what's his name from fucking Ender's Game is also a trash person. Uh, yeah, is it? Is that that's not Orson Scott? It is. Is it? I I can never remember names, but like he's a. Neither can I. I'm. I'm. I'm really nailing. (laughs) I know. I'm like, what's his name? And you're like, it's this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, you can you can divorce their art from the you can say this is a good piece of art and like also be like this this is a trash person i think the other one is like um uh woody what's his face the director jesus christ um i wanted to say harrelson woody that's allen <laughs> yeah i was gonna say harrelson too uh woody, woody allen? allen yeah um yeah. his like he's made fucking masterpieces of film yeah. and is a garbage person and i think for me, especially for like Harry Potter shit, which I don't even like that much. Um, yeah. I, I think it's like fine to be like, I loved this and I liked 
all I bought all the books before I knew she was a trash person. I read all the books. Yeah. And then you read a trash you find out she's a trash person. You just don't buy any more of their shit. And it's like right. Like, that's it that's the least you can do. The well, so bare it's funny minimum. because I because as I'm recording this, I'm in my closet, and in this closet, tucked away in the corner, are my Harry Potter books because I didn't want them out on display, <laughs> and I love having my books out on display. That's fair. But like, um, it, it's the bare minimum you can do, and then you can like you can tell yourself the stories that like, oh well, if I buy this, it's actually only going to the corporation that now owns the rights to the things, and not really going to her. And it's like you can't really influence that anymore. So you either make peace with the fact that you are kind of supporting her or you kind of aren't, or you just don't support her. Like you, you gotta either make peace with it or you, you gotta move on from them because you can't, you can and you can't, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I feel, I feel like there's so many instances of this stuff that we can, you know, cite examples all day. Cause I was, I was just listening to another video about like, uh, you know, separating art from artists and, uh, you know, dealing with like a certain manga artist who is like a pedophile. Oh my gosh, who? And, yeah, uh, the guy who does uh, uh, Roroni Kenshin. Really? Holy shit! Oh, pedophile. But it's either pedophile or like, uh, um, I mean, what is it? Uh, or child porn. Either way, both. I don't are terrible. know if there's a difference. You know, uh- <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. And, and and like I I en- I enjoy those books because I think that they're objectively like good comics and like you know for the you know it really like nails the genre and everything yeah. is really you know foundational for a lot for a lot of people and then when I found that that when I found that out I had stopped reading the series because I like because I because the, the series still the going video, on no I think it's done now but I was buying the books as I was reading them and then one day I found out and like oh, yeah. Um, I mean, because like, you know, th- that money is right now paying his legal funds to defend himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like, what are you going to I don't know what you're going to do. And I mean, do? the ja- the, j- the Japanese legal system, if Phoenix Wright is anything, <laughs> there's we're making a lot of <laughs> references today to stuff. Yeah. Um, the Japanese legal system's different, too. So it's like you're guilty until proven innocent most of the time. Um, and they've got a 95 percent conviction rate or something yeah. like that. It's it's up there. It's bananas, um, which is crazy. But also their penalties are different too. Like, okay. like they fine more, um, right? Like they they jail less and fine way more um, because it's more punitive in a lot of ways and less. Uh, sure, you know, Thirteenth uh, Amendment abuse. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> right? But uh, that's. Ugh, I there's there's a few that there's a few manga artists that if they were outed as terrible people, I would be very sad. Junji Ito, he's one. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean Miyazaki, but he's not a manga artist, right? Like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but still, I get yeah. it. This is this is good. This is good because <laughs> I wanted to talk because I was like, this is my birthday episode, so I want to talk about like things I'm doing. So this is a great segue. Um, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about all our all your favorite, all things, my favorite, things. my favorite. I I enjoy the, these things right? too. Yeah, it's fun uh, and um and like you know I I I have been really trying since the beginning of January. Who knows if I'm still doing it as of this as of this recording? I'm still doing it, but <laughs> I've been really trying since January sixth or seventh, um maybe even fifth. Uh, to try to learn Japanese because it's been a thing I've wanted to do and it's going terrible. 
It's awful. <laughs> I'm not doing a good job at all. Kamate Rob San. Thanks. Um, <laughs> it's just hard. It's a hard. It's learning a new alphabet. It's learning three new alphabets, and one of yeah, them has kinda. two thousand symbols. Kanji is bananas, <laughs> and. Uh, hiragana and katakana i kind of got already i just like look at them and like i know what that means like i know what those sounds are right easy yeah um uh but like kanji's bananas and i can't get it and it's been it's been like as of this recording maybe a week uh and i'm already like i'm i'm tired (laughs) my brain is tired well you know what i yeah maybe i should make a public declaration on a podcast that'll be recorded for forever um that you know like i'll you know vow some level to you know help you study because i want to study Aww. more myself so well if we ever get a patreon we'll leave re- we'll release an all japanese episode <laughs> that'll be <laughs> us most not doing thing. japanese well <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe maybe we can do like uh like a let's watch anime yeah let's watch we'll do that on stream or something <laughs> um i have been trying to figure out how we would stream but I don't want to eat on 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 camera. I don't want to eat on camera. I just don't like that's gross and no. weird. Isn't there a phrase? Isn't there like a word for that? You've you've known it. Is it is it is it really visceral? It's called oh, a mukbang, oh, yeah. which I don't want yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. I don't want to do a mukbang. No, bang. I don't want to do that. It's either. so gross. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ugh. There's some there's something for everyone out there. I guess. But yeah, it's just people like eating. On stream, uh, I just got like. Well, so I, I read about it once, and I'm and I'm pr- pretty sure yeah. that at least for some people, it's sort of a you know for people who are alone, it's like you know you can sit down and pretend to have a meal with a friend, sort of that you know. Okay. Yeah, it, like from that perspective, I think. I mean, that's I fucking nice. love cooking shows. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I adore cooking shows. I love cooking YouTube's. I love fucking you know. I, I before Bon Appetit kind of was stupid i was listening to i was watching all of their shit all of their shit all the time the pandemic had just hit and it was just such comfort food we get really high and we watch claire saffitz like bake absurd shit um and like uh brad leone just like stumble his way through fermenting cheese and shit and it was the best but it was never like them eating it yeah it was never them just like crunching well, down well, here, I, here, here's an idea. I'll just, pi- I'll just pitch to the wild and see if anyone, what people think okay. of it. Um, what if for a live show where you're eating, where we don't want to be performatively eating, you know, because again, we both kind of agree it's kind of, you know, it's not our mm-hmm. thing. Um, for to mask the sound part, you can play music or whatever a little bit louder, and to mask the vision part of it. You just have like a translucent tile that you kind of have, like you kind of have on a stand. So it's, you're like live censoring your mouth. What if we just don't do that? What if we just don't do it? <laughs> like, what's just like not <laughs> like I love the idea and the creativity is great. But what if instead? No. Or <laughs> or we get better at misdirection and then we just become like food magicians and we just magically make the food disappear <laughs> where we're eating it. Just, uh, you know, away from the no, audience's I don't, attention. Not, I'm not doing that. Not. <laughs> uh, yes, you're a food scientist, not a magician. Yeah, I'm I, a food, I, I, I don't believe in food magic. <laughs> I'm not I don't, I'm not trained in the arcane food arts. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I mean, I figured our live if I mean, our live show will probably be us all eating, but I'm not going to like eat in front of the microphone because I feel like that's gross. But like, <laughs> I hope to give the whole audience cookies and milk. Well, would that be great? Like, but, well, like not over stream because like, oh. on stream, it's just like crunch, 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 crunch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like for a live for like a live show where people are there, I feel like your t- your price of admission should include a package of cookies. Right, and you're all crunching on. You're all crunching down, right? Like every yeah. there's like all sorts of crunchies. God, the the audio quality of that's gonna suck. <laughs> it's just gonna be all crackly. All people are yeah. gonna be crumpling bags. Oh no, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> oh God. Although. Although it would be notable, because I can't say that many other people have done that. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I wonder why. Hey, hey, we we will be trendsetters. Trendsetters. Maybe we'll have like a little. Yeah. We'll have a little setup in the back, um, and like you can go get a cookie whenever you want. Uh, like yeah, a little cookie booth. Or like or like um, you know, like how they have in like the Catholic Church getting uh like donations with a big old box <laughs> basket with a stick on it. But in, inside, oh, right, instead right. of putting money in, there's cookies in there, oh. and you take one out. See, I thought you were—I thought you were about to ref- reference uh, their confessionals, where you <laughs> step inside a booth Forgive and me, instead Father, of confessing I'm your sins, to- hungry. Like I, don't <laughs> I, I have never had a birthday cake Oreo. <laughs> Speaking of, I think we're getting closer to the end of the episode. Um, it is time to give the birthday cake uh a review um it's been a good birthday episode even though this is airing in february um it is uh it's been good and uh, i'm very excited to review this one so nick i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you start though because i feel like this is more your speed of thing oh uh, oh it's in terms of cookie yeah um as i spit all over my microphone i'm sorry Uh, your microphone don't, don't apologize to me um i uh yeah so uh birthday cake oreos the chocolate ones uh obviously i'm a big fan of the chocolate wafers over most of the others honestly mm-hmm. and the the frosting for this um i'm calling it frosting because it tastes like cake frosting mm-hmm. more than it does classic oreo cream uh even has tiny little birthday cake sprinkles in it there does. too. if you notice i like that touch um, i like i love funfetti yeah, uh, it, I, th- I thought it was a nice touch. I I enjoy that. Um, sweeter than your average Oreo double stuff has a, so a lot of things that I like going for mm-hmm. it. I am honestly, honestly, uh, tempted to give this an Ugh. A. So I I think it just makes it over that hurdle. I don't know if I agree, but I I'm I'm very I'm a sweet tooth kind of guy. It, no, I'm not. <laughs> It's a lie. No. <laughs> I, that that one, that one's me. Uh, I'm not a sweet tooth kind of guy. And um, that said, this is a very good birthday cake. I think. I think. I yeah. think the chocolate is pretty damn good. Um, I really, really do. Uh, I was in the. Oh my. Um, I was in the A B territory. The reason I'm probably going to give it a B, one, because I'm a fucking stick in the mud. Um, sure are. But the reason I'm going to give it a B is I don't think it it really soars to the heights that maple Oreos <laughs> soared to for me. These okay. went far. These went like these are as good as double stuff Oreos and uniquely their own thing, I think. 
And in fact, I prefer these yeah. than I prefer this form of double stuff Oreo because it's almost like giving you permission to like have something way too sweet. But it's also not way too sweet. And so like the presentation, the cookie, I like it. I'm going to get I'm giving it a strong B, a strong B. Oh, OK, yeah, because I would say I I'm, I remember a long time ago when I rated this. Uh, I I probably I rated it in B, in B territory like when I had my own private list for mm-hmm. myself and I was first starting to keep track of all this it was in B territory for me for whatever reason taste changed something I thought it went just over just over to A so I feel like weighting what I had in the past and whatever soft A strong B so probably B yeah it is probably as, is probably as strong a you know as, as high right. a B as you can get I guess wow two in a but, row where we've uh, we've been pretty agreeable recently I feel. <laughs> I feel like it's your birthday, and I just want to be Aww, nice. Aw, thanks, bud. It it is. I'll turn it. I'll turn it around for the oh, next one. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was a real good one. I really liked it. Um, I think I'm I'm stingy with the A's and the S's on purpose because I want them to be earned. <laughs> but like <laughs> the maple Oreos are just so good. The ma- and like not there are very few cookies that I have been like hell yeah about that are. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm pretty, I'm pretty stingy with the bees too, right? Like if you've gotten to a bee, you are doing something special, right? So yeah, I mean, you want to, you just want to fail all these. I don't want to fail all these Oreos. I want more bad Oreos. I really do. I want more (laughs) weird fucking Oreos. I want some. Where's your meat? Where's your like steak and kidney pie Oreos? Where's your meat? Where's your meat? Uh, here's here's an idea that I had recently. Okay. Um, that might satisfy Uh-oh. that. So you take so for someone like myself who has a bunch of flavors sitting around, you know, you you tw- you twist the Oreo so you have you know a side with the cookie mm-hmm. and cream, and you just take this the single cookie uh, cookie wafer, just put that aside. You take another one of a different flavor, cookie and cream, twist one wafer off, put that wafer aside. Now. Stick those two, cre- stick the two cream sides together of two different Oreos and mix the flavors. Ooh, you get the uh, like Oreo fusion. Oreo fusions. Honestly, that's a that's a a thing that I feel like I would enjoy buying. <laughs> like if they did, if they genuinely <laughs> did that as a as a type of Oreo, I'd be into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to think of which ones I'd want to merge together. Maple and another maple maple double stuff <laughs> uh maple and swedish fish yeah maple and fudge covered dark chocolate oreo just put a maple half of a maple on top of it but like you know you got to cut it you got to cleave it and you got to slice it in twain and then put maple in there and then it's just that's going to be terrible that's not going to be good <laughs> Oh, but they use oh they had like the waffle ones. You bet, but you can mix oh that with god. the uh, yeah. You can mix that with the maple if you want. Do they? Oh my god! I hope they make those again. S tier right away, preemptively giving like them it. an S tier. Uh, okay. Well, that this has been our episode, everybody. Happy birthday! Oh, I meant to tell you the thing I'm gonna do because I think this is a good idea and I want people to steal it. I truly oh, okay. want people to steal What's it. That? Uh, everybody's birthday has been shitty for the past year, right? Like everybody's birthday has just been shitty because it's a pandemic. You can't do the things you want to do. Um, right. So I'm probably going to, at some point with my friends, throw a birthday party for everybody. 
where it's everybody's like birthday that. because everyone kind of got a shitty birthday because this has lasted more than a year. Some people got two shitty birthdays. So we're going to throw a birthday yeah. party where it's everybody's birthday and everyone's I, lo- I love everyone's it. gets to wear birthday hats and everyone it's a cake for everyone. Like it's everyone's having a birthday at the same time and everyone gets to be the birthday person. And it's, I think, a thing that I want everyone to do, basically, because I was like so proud of myself when I thought of it that I think it's it's just like just enjoy. Just try and enjoy this, like the rest of this pandemic, work it out. And then when it's over, you know, fucking celebrate, man, with a birth with a birthday yeah. party. So happy birthday. Uh, oh, I, I can't I can't wait. I want to do this. Happy birthday, babies. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, I've been Rob. I've been and Nick. we hope you get birthday dunked. <laughs> How old are you now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Good Stuff with Robin Nick. Good Stuff is produced by Rob Mulligan and promotional artwork by Nick Patton. Good Stuff's theme is composed by Kenny Gray of Mess and Finesse. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Good Stuff Podcast. See you next week.